to expect any two people in this whole wide world to feel and think and act the exact same way in life is an impossible feat that just won't happen. So there has to be this level of acceptance for people and who they are and how they got to where they are. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hey guys. Aloha. What is happening? I'm CS. And I am CB. Quick on my feet today with my introduction. So proud of myself. (sighs) That long hair you've got. Yeah, I know. It's just like so rapunzel It's so long. When I first met Sia, she's like, my hair cannot and will not ever, absolutely never grow past my shoulders. And look at it now. Oh, well, I mean, I was like, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> um, but I'm just laughing because I was going to introduce myself in a British accent. And I was picking up something at Target yesterday. Um, turns out, by the way, my good news that I'd like to share with everybody, uh, you can upload your red card to your Target app. So oh. if your husband needs your red card so that he can order something for you to pick up and then you go to Target to pick it up, but you still have some shopping to do, there's no problem. Oh. <laughs> FYI. But there was a woman and she was British, I think, and her daughters, they were talking and the daughters were American. And I just like couldn't stop laughing for like 10 minutes wondering because I do that at stores with my kids, and my kids don't even blink because they're just so used to me being a weirdo. She's probably really British, but it's just like goes to show assumptions are are just not um, not what they not what they're not okay. No, they're not. I hope she is British, but if she's not, then high five. She had a lovely fake accent, (laughs) sisterhood, and I feel less alone. And so, anyway. How about um, you? Speaking of British accents, have you watched Ted Lasso season two yet? Yes, ma'am. Can I embarrassingly say that I've yet to tune in? To either one? No, because I feel that I haven't yeah. had the right setting to like really absorb enjoy it and it. enjoy mm-hmm. it. So I can't do it because I just well, can't half arse it. It is not disappointing me so far. Oh, I can't wait. I will say... I feel like the language, especially in the first episode, is a little more aggressive, specifically from Roy Kent, um, where like little ears really, really probably shouldn't be in the near wow. room, but it's it's really good. Um, message is on point, and I feel like we're going to have so many things to discuss. Uh, okay. Well, I know so many people are just going to wait until they're all released. Yeah, and binge them. Yeah. Because we were so blessed that you didn't introduce the, it to me until it was all released. I know. I didn't even know it existed. But don't we have to like watch it in real time for them to get picked up for more and more and more seasons? Or no? I don't know. And I then would they have like... shows like Outer Banks who just like released the whole season. It's like, it's up. Enjoy. Did Do you watch Outer Banks? No. I watched the first season just out of like we were watching a ton of TV and whatever. But I don't know if I'll actually watch the second season because I feel like everyone liked it. Also because we were in the middle of quarantine and there was nothing else to do. Um, but it was entertaining. There's like action and teen romance and like a very Romeo and Juliet vibe of the first season of like the poor kids versus the rich kids type thing. Uh, but, yeah. Well, yeah, um, Danny finished it all in one day. Uh, the first one? The second season. And I, Doug and I finished it last night, actually. And it is so unbelievable, but it doesn't make it any less enjoyable for me. I yeah. loved it. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So maybe so, I'll watch the second season. I think you should. It's, oh, right. oh, the, the finale was a banger. Well, you know how I feel about when things get like a little too violent and whatever. And the end of the first season with the dad and stuff. And I was just like, oh, we're taking it too far past my liking at this point. But does I don't it continue feel like, that way? 
not in like there is violence, but overall there's no foul language mm-hmm. technically. And there's no SEX. Oh. <laughs> like technically, there's like kissing. Um, so aside from it being scary, if someone wandered in, I wouldn't be so freaked out to pause it, if that makes sense. But it is a little on the scary side. Anyway, is that did was that your something good or Oh, I just I just went on a British accent, you know. Anyways. Um uh, yeah, so my something good. What's good? What's good? Um, I got countertops. That's great. And so, therefore, I can have sinks very soon because, yeah. <laughs> don't know what you got till you don't got countertops and sinks. I know. I was like, oh, my gosh, I could set stuff on here. And then my husband, who's like, doesn't like anything on the countertops, is like, don't get any ideas. <laughs> We're not setting anything on anything. Well, but you know, he's not always home. So yeah. who's to say you can't set something down for a few hours a day? Gosh. Um, I, so, yeah, I guess that's good. Yeah, there's a lot of good. I feel like, obviously, we've been a little behind with our podcasting this oh, summer. Lordy. I always think – you know, with getting sitters and all that. Oh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be fine. But really it's it's the school year seems to be just all in all so much better for business. Yeah, for just uninterrupted <sighs> focus time. At least for me. I know you're you know, with homeschooling, but um yeah, because it's just they're just they're just around. Even if they're not, they're just around. And thank goodness. But uh, it'll be nice to get back into the swing of things. We here in the Indy area, a lot of people started school this week and we start school next week. I know. Criminal. (laughs) I know. I just feel like it's so wrong. But I'm not judging. But I I feel like it's (laughs) amazing. It's the best news of my life. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Anyway, so off the cuff here. Guys, off the cuff. Well, I'm wearing an appropes appropes shirt. I can wear them too. Original human shirt, and CS is wearing our Keep Kind Company tank. And so, unbeknownst, unbeknownst, correct mm. to each yeah. other, something or other. Um. So I this all just stirred up a conversation last night that I posted some stories. Because my husband and I had like a to-do list that I made for a party we were planning. And I came downstairs excited to like check off some of my to-dos and my husband had checked them off. And I was like, um, no, (laughs) this is quite wrong. And to double down on that, he crossed off like my specific to-dos, like shower and Zoom call. And I was like, you didn't do that. Like those were mine. You were not even present. No. I get if you crossed off the one on the list that was for you. That was move the ladder into the garage. <laughs> I'm else. so impressed by your step-by-step to-do list. Well, I just know if stuff needs to get done, let's lay it out. And so I did a story in a sarcastic way being like, what are you doing? And most of your responses were so funny. They were like cardinal sin, like <laughs> rounds for you know just funny things like don't f with my to-do list and we had like a dm request and now mind you does my husband even know that i posted that story or that i was even annoyed about the to-do list no, no because it was just funny and i was sharing with our community who is funny and <laughs> kind and whatever and who and, appreciates that we are human beings behind the scenes here yes or, and you know. I, it made a lot of you laugh as well as it made me laugh. I didn't fight with my husband about it. Don't worry, guys. Our marriage was fine over a to-do list. Um, But we got a DM that was like, this is the first mean thing I've seen on this page. Hope you, whatever. Find happiness. I don't know what it said. Find happiness or do better. I don't know what it was. But I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't even (laughs) deal with this because A, I'm not responding to it because it's ridiculous and obscene that anyone would take that as like that I am a mean person and I hope I find happiness and whatnot. And then I was like, are we expected to be this like pristine, perfect, shining example of what would not be human in life? Like, am I 
not allowed to have emotions and feelings and be angry, even though I wasn't angry. But like in life, if I were angry, be angry and pissed and swear and do whatever the hell most humans do and experience. But because I'm encouraging people to spread kindness and be kind means that those rules, those human traits can't apply to me. And then without me knowing, CS posted a story about seeing something on TikTok and reading the comments um, of this athlete and how she was just like heartbroken for this person and how like, how do people sit on a computer screen or on their phone and just like feel that they have the right to talk to someone and make them feel bad or whatnot, just be cruel for no reason. I, yes. And a lot of people will say something to the effect of, well, people who have platforms or celebrities or anybody who is putting it out there, there, they are asking for it. Mm -hmm. But what I would, now that I've been thinking about it, it's like, no, they're making a choice to put something out there. And now it's our choice Exactly. How we react to what they put out there. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you say it best when you, you know, sit down and shut up and don't say anything mean or um, what Susie says about Sally says more about Susie than it does about Sally. I I understand that people feel like, well, you know, we have the right because, you know, freedom and blah, blah, blah. But I, it it's so demeaning and so unnecessary and thoughtless and not helpful. Everything that we talk about. And also for the record, neither one of us are perfect or always kind. The point of what we do is we're trying to inspire ourselves to inspire others, but that means that we have to make mistakes so that we can correct those mistakes so that we can talk about how to do things in the right way. So we're we're the most flawed people. We just try to compensate for those flaws by becoming better. And so I feel like probably a lot of people feel that way. Like they're held to the standard that they just can't. And then we feel like we can't really be ourselves because, oh, how will that be interpreted? And that's, that's kind of a shame too. Well, I feel like that's the whole spiral of people in the world today. Like celebrities talk about this all the time. Well, I can't talk about this stuff because I'm going to get canceled faster than you know what. And it's so stupid (laughs) that, We have these like impossible standards for people and then you're canceled. What? That is bullshit. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry for the language. It is bullshit. And how can you hold someone to a standard? It's just like Simone Biles with what happened. The amount of people commenting on her, it's like, what are you doing right now? Probably sitting on your couch. Not doing the splits. Probably. Not doing (laughs) what she's doing on a world stage with all of this pressure. Have gone through so much for this sport in horrific ways and in good ways. And you feel the need to comment on it. Like, shut up. I mean, I hate when people say that. But, like, really, what standard are you, do you think you're at? judging someone else for where they should be at. And people feel like they're trapped right now for saying anything that they believe in because God forbid it's not what you agree with. You are, whatever, canceled or this whole spew of trash is talked about you. It's so gross how we treat each other right now. And I just feel like we talk about this all the time. Like we're human. Like In order for someone, even like a horrible person, isn't this the point of going to jail? Is that you rehabilitate your life and become better. Now, mind you, I know our whole system is whack and that does not happen in our system. Trust me. Oh my gosh. If Outer Banks is reflective of our system, then I I have a lot of research to do. Yeah, we have a lot of issues. I mean, I know it's probably not, but on the same token, it probably is. In our country, because then when you serve time and then get out to like be part of the world again as a better person how many opportunities are you really given at that point because of I mean we'll not go down this rabbit hole but 
when we just treat everybody in the world this way that like, oh, they did one thing I don't approve of. So now I will never listen to them, be inspired by them, talk to them, whatever, or talk to someone who likes them. Like, it's just so ridiculous. We act like things are so black and white and they are just not. not. And I just think it's gross and so ridiculous that we have become this way in our world. And I think maybe it was Miley Cyrus. She just posted something about like, it's not cancel culture. It's like, what's more impressive is like this accountability culture where like someone messes up. Okay. Now let's watch their path of redemption and like holding themselves accountable and getting better. And that's the story we should want to see. We shouldn't just cancel someone and then let them go about their lives as making mistakes and whatnot anymore. We should watch and hold them accountable to be better and do better in life. And now that's if someone like actually does something wrong. This is not just like the everyday commentary on just someone and who they are because we feel that we know and are better than them, which is asinine. I definitely always wanted to be famous and now I'm so wondering why. Because I don't think I, I don't think I could take the beatings. I really don't. No. I mean, even the most inconceivably, like, wait, that might have not been the right way to lead into that. Um, like someone that most people in the world adore. Mm-hmm. There are going to be plenty of people who find every reason not to, and those are the people totally. whose comments are going to have a bigger impact than those who are there to, you know, inspire fire and lift up and it's all it's all it's all really sad something that comes to mind for me is a couple years ago I think maybe it was two years ago with the college admissions stuff mm-hmm. and I always feel like I can't really Aunt be Becky? yeah okay. Lori McLaugh- McLaughlin mm, is that right like that. Mm-hmm. well uh I don't really know why I'm thinking about this but I felt like I really couldn't be a big part of conversation surrounding that topic because the truth of the matter is as a mom I don't know what I would do I I honest I I like to think I would I would I would never but like you just said it's never just black and white Mm -hmm. and here's this beloved actress who many of us grew up loving and wishing we had her hair and her skin and and her Jesse and and now we've just completely turned on her because of this mistake that she made. And I frankly don't even know exactly what happened, but we all make, we all make mistakes. That might've been like a little bit of a bigger mistake, but again, we don't know what happened. We don't actually know, but I feel like her whole reputation was damaged. And that's so unfair because I don't know. Well, Maybe don't it's know. like a bigger feel like deal. It should be damaged. <laughs> Because well, some right. people like well, go to prison for a long time just for faking what district they live in so their kids could go to a better school. And I feel like she made a very, very poor choice. And she totally did. But she served time, right? Or she's serving or whatever. But either way, I feel like her sentence is BS compared to what some people have to deal with because she's a white female celebrity. Well, but irregardless, I get what you're saying that we don't. Like, yes, she should have to pay for in the same way that anybody would, not just because she's a celebrity, she should get off the hook. But I just feel like, I, I mean, I don't know. I just don't, I don't actually know what happened. I probably should have researched it before I spoke on it, but any mistake that anybody makes, and obviously we're not going to get like, you know, murder is, is its own thing. And, mm-hmm. but, but I, who am I? My brain well, I isn't feel the like same. We've gotten to this point where we feel that we should have an opinion on everything everyone does all the time, mm-hmm. and that like our opinion, we we people feel like we need to have an opinion about everything when like it's okay to not give a crud about what someone's doing. It's not my business. I don't right. care. Like with Simone, and, it's like what. I Good hope for her. I hope she's Whatever. all right. Why yes. can't that just be the yeah across the Leave board? Best wishes and thank you for what you've given us. I mean, exactly incredible performances for however long and so much to strive for. And you do you, girl. Yeah, I mean the amount of stuff that woman has gone through for this sport 
is enough to make any human lose their mind, quit the sport altogether, like hate life. But she went through so much and now we have an opinion on when she's deciding it's too much. Like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I just feel like people need to stop thinking that like your opinion on someone else's life choices doesn't matter. (laughs) You know, it really doesn't like, and I saw this one post regarding the Simone Biles thing and it was like, Simone isn't reading your posts on Facebook about her mental health and whatnot being a joke, but your friends are who might be experiencing this in silence and are loud and clear hearing what you have to think about them. And it's so true. It's like the things that you post and say says so much to other people who might be going through something in quiet that now you are like, will never be a trusted person for them in their life. Yeah, you're weakening their voice and their ability to inspire other people because they'll they won't feel nearly as comfortable being who they are. And that's what we need is just more people being who they are and caring a lot less about what other people want them to be. That's obviously a lot easier said than done. And oh my gosh, so many avenues that we could go down. But um yeah, it's just it's just frustrating, I think. It's infuriating. People need to get over themselves and like worry about yourself. What are you doing today that's like inspiring someone, inspiring yourself, making an impact, making a good impact? Or are you just busy commenting on what other people are doing and thinking about what other people are doing? And I just had this situation where I was like, I am not going to be held accountable for other people's choices. Their choices have nothing to do with me and I'm letting it go. Like, I just feel like you can't expect people to take on, I don't know, your opinions and your thoughts and your stuff when you aren't a part of the equation. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. It's kind of like getting back to basics with the circle of control. My sister, who's an educator and has been an educator for like 35 years, I think, Mm -hmm. she always talks to my kids about their circle of control. So if one of my kids upsets another one of my kids and that kid reacts in a way that upsets everybody, Mm -hmm. it's let's talk about the person who was affected by that person's choices first. Here is the circle of control. Mm -hmm. And what you can con- what you cannot control that that mean thing that your brother just said that he should not have said, but we'll get to that in a moment. What you can control is how you react and what you say back to him, and then kind of just taking it step by step. But I think it's mm-hmm. so it's just been good for for me personally because it kind of helps me not be so annoyed and stressed out when my kids have big bursts outs like that, and it lets me address them as real people, which they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we should all really think about that. Like we can't yeah. control everything that comes our way or everything that we see or that we're a part of, but we can control what we do about it and how we react. And that's really important. And um, it's not always easy. Well, I fully agree with that. I think it's so huge. I was just talking to my kids about that also. But then it's like, isn't it unfortunate that we can only control how we react? Totally get it. But – When you're constantly the punching bag of someone else who can't, like, change their ways or, say, on a bigger scale, like a celebrity, like, you can only control how you react. But when people are constantly sending you hate and negativity, it's like, how much of a stone cold wall do you have to become to let all that stuff bounce off? Because that stuff hurts and affects you and affects how you go forward and what you do for the world. And it's like, well, you got to just control how you respond. It's like, how about people stop with the point A? Well, right. That's the first step. Well, I think controlling yourself and your responses is great. And then we have to inspire the step one. But it's like, and then if on a smaller scale, if you have like a person in your life that constantly is that to you, then 
you got to set boundaries and get those people out of your life because Absolutely. you shouldn't have to become this like cold, hard version of yourself that doesn't feel feelings or feel like they want to respond because this person or situation continues to, you know, throw stones. And it's, it's just like, can't we all just stay out of each other's business? <laughs> Wouldn't that be just so nice? I, or just like move on. I don't know. And like, the- you got to let it roll off yeah. your back. Sometimes. Sometimes. But then other times it's like people don't deserve to be in your life if they constantly make you feel this way. Right. And that's okay. I mean, it doesn't mean you're being mean by setting boundaries. It means you're sticking up for yourself and loving yourself. Right. Even when it comes to work as an adult, if you're doing something that is not bringing you happiness and you have the option of dropping that client or, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. There comes a point when, yeah, letting it roll off your back is just going to be like hammering you into the ground further and further and further. And you, mm-hmm. you can make not necessarily reactions, but you can make choices to set yourself up for success and happiness. And again, all of these things that I'm saying are not um, very profound, but I hope they're like no, I making totally an impact. Agree. Yeah, that's just one thought. I have a friend who she she's her own boss and she can help whoever she wants and but she's so overwhelmed and so stressed. So what can you eliminate? Like what isn't bringing you happiness? What do you feel like you're not accomplishing? And maybe that person isn't benefiting from the other end either. And you just have to take all these things into account. And that goes for friendships and that goes for all relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, we can be kind and, and still eliminate our interaction with people who bring us down. Right. Yeah. I think there has to be some happy medium where it's also like the world isn't going to be a perfect platter of all things kind and that you want and accepting and loving. And so there are things that you have to take with a grain of salt and let roll off your back because you can also take it to that other extreme of like, well, if this isn't exactly how I want it, then I'm whatever. Just like the whole cancel culture thing. So there has to be like a balance of like, okay, well, the world isn't here to just benefit you exactly how you want it to and things are going to happen. But then I think it's more of it's like a consistent person or situation. Then it's time to like set your boundaries. But I think it's all like, you know, interpreting whatever situation it is. Right. And just hoping that we are not one of those like point A's of stress and frustration and hurt feelings for someone else, especially someone that we don't know on the internet because, and then I think like some of these people on the internet, like the one thing you were talking about where there was just all this hate, like are these people, do they just say the meanest thing to get attention, to get a response, to get like some interaction from someone somewhere because they are lacking that so much in their lives. Like we always say hurt people hurt people, but then it's just so unfortunate. Cause it's like, how do you then break Help. through that? Right. Yeah. Like how do you get to the bottom of what is affecting the person who is hurting other people or maybe even acting in a way that's so unlike them yeah. and they obviously need help of some kind, but it's, that's, again, it's not always something that we can do. Yeah. do. And that is so unfortunate. I mean, mm-hmm. ugh, but I mean, we can at least, we can be kind, but also we are allowed to have feelings and reactions and, yeah. and then, you know, think about it. How did that make me feel? And then come around and just say, listen, what, the way that you handled this situation really upset me. I'm very sorry for the way that I handled it, mm-hmm. but but we've got to figure this out, man, or yeah. woman, or whomever. Yeah, I think Friend. there comes like a point when you can be used to just being like the punching bag, like let it go, let it go, let it go. It doesn't affect me. It's really what's going on with them. And then there comes a point where it's like, no, like I'm done you treating me this way and I'm putting my foot down and I'm setting a clear boundary and I would still love to have whatever, but like 
your stuff isn't my problem. I don't know. It's like you just get to a point where it's too much. I'm reading a book written by a therapist and she's talking about like people's narratives when they come in to talk to her. And she's like, it's so interesting listening to people's stories or their narratives and how they talk. And a lot of people will talk like, well, this person and this person and this person instead of like I or me or my part in it. Like, and she says, I can tell right away how someone describes like their situation in life. If it's all these other people and all their fault versus like having some ownership of like, well, maybe I did this. I don't know where they need to start on like the therapy scale because it's like if they can't even see past that everything is happening to them and they aren't a part of the problem, then like that's baby step one. But then people who are like, okay, I've looked at this from all angles. Like what could I have done? How could they have interpreted me or my reaction? And then if you're still getting to that point of miserable or whatever, then like, okay, well then let's take a breath and maybe set some boundaries. But if it's like step one and we're just blaming everyone for everything in the world and not taking any ownership over that, then like we got to go to like way far back of like, okay, well, how are you (laughs) in these moments also? Like how are people perceiving you and not just how you are perceiving the situation? So obviously there's all different levels of these situations and interpreting them, but I guess the least we could do is just like, also, if you don't know someone that well, I feel like when it comes to that silly DM I got, most people who know us, who follow us and listen to our podcast and know our hearts, know that when you're joking about changing the toilet paper roll and I'm joking about crossing off a to-do list, that we have really great marriages and we love our husbands. and And also sometimes we can't be in the same room as them. Yeah, can't stand them. At can't times. stand them sometimes. And that's normal. On occasion, it's totally normal. How, but can, you, how can you get when better? You know the people and their hearts. Right. No one would ever assume that I'm going to go have a blowout fight with my husband because of a to do list. Like that's not me, and maybe it is me. And if it is, it's none of your business. Either. <laughs> Just right, it is because I posted it. But meaning, when people really know you and really know someone, we don't really know celebrities or people online. And so we are quick to comment and judge something or someone without knowing them. But once you know someone, it's very hard to judge someone when you know their heart. And so it's it's like, just, yeah. When you have that barrier of not really knowing someone's heart and soul, it's easier to judge them. We talk about this all the time, dehumanizing people, because when we take away that person's heart and emotions and feelings, it's so much easier to just say whatever you want to say about them. Yes. This brings to mind two things. I hope I remember the second thing after I say the first thing, but very recently, um, I and so many people lost an amazing figure in our lives. My former high school religion teacher, who is also my dear friend Anna's dad, and um, just beloved by, I want to say thousands, honestly. Um, Of course, whenever I lose somebody, I am just digging through my retreat letters from my senior year, my senior retreat. And I was thinking the other day, because Connor's going to be a senior this year, and just thinking about like the the transformations that are going to take place for him and just like the beauty behind it all, and how many letters that I went through and I read that I recalled, wow, I thought I knew them because I literally passed them in the hall and I knew what they did last Friday night. And then they wrote me a retreat letter and they'd been on retreat. So they'd already had this kind of life changing event where they were seeing things from a new perspective or someone in my group who I barely knew, but now I'm walking away with it. Like, I did not know that they went through that. I did not know that that was their home life. I, um, it's too bad that there isn't like a, a worldwide opportunity like that. Mm-hmm. For us to just like whatever it is you're thinking, think it and then say to yourself, but I don't actually know. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes and I should I should just be gracious and kind with my feelings and comments. And the second thing I wanted to say was I listened to a fictional book recently 
uh, about uh, a person that needed to go to therapy and the person went to therapy and the true, like the story of that person's life Mm -hmm. should have been given by the person with the concern for the person is why they're going to therapy, if that makes sense. I don't know if that's like an invasion of privacy, but I feel like if you go into something with a closed mind and a, I have no problems and I can't believe that I have to do this, I'm just going to tell them this story, but all of the underlying issues and roots aren't brought up and they're not dug out, that person cannot be helped. And I would say, even for me, I'm I'm a stubborn person and a pride pride-filled, prideful. Like I, um, I don't really like to be told that I'm doing something wrong, but since we started our company, I've gotten a lot better at trying, trying to first look at, well, how could I have said that differently or what could I have done differently? Um, but I don't feel like most people are even close to there. So Mm -hmm. they're never, they're pointing fingers at everybody else and they're going to sit in a chair across from a person who could potentially actually really help them. Right. And they, they won't be helped. They just won't. And I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up. It was really, really good. No, that's so true. And I think especially this past year with politics and coronavirus and all this stuff, like people just do not give, they're not willing to look past a red MAGA hat or a pride flag in someone's yard or a, I got vaccinated shot or I don't want to wear masks to school. You know, like people aren't willing to look past these things to find out why, because some people, when you dig deeper and you know their stories, you'd be like, well, yeah, I can understand it. Like I can understand why this person feels this way in life, even though I might not agree with it, but I get how they got to that place. And we've talked about this in the past about how like when you look deeper at someone's like upbringing, what was their childhood like? What was their adolescence like? What was their, what life events did they have that led them to where they are today? It makes it a lot easier to understand someone, whether you agree with them or not about Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we just are not giving those opportunities to hear someone's heart or understand their story as to why they are a certain way, because we cut them off at, well, I did this Mm -hmm. or I voted this way or whatever. And so like, it's just like, can we start leading with our hearts, we've talked about this. We've talked about all of this in certain ways, but it's just like painful because I don't know. Social media, technology, it's like awesome. And then it also sucks because everything is in like short form. And it's just like when people say like, don't say something important via text because people can not understand it or misinterpret it. Well, it's the same thing with internet. Like it's, very hard to interpret someone's true like heart and feelings over an article they shared or over this, but everyone feels that they need to give opinions about everything. So it's just so hard to like dig deeper into anyone lately. And it's very unfortunate because those bad comments always outweigh the good comments, no matter how hard you try to flush them out I was like am I even giving second thought to this like this is insane to me because I know my heart and I know this is ridiculous but it that the silliest of comments had me thinking well what did let me go rewatch that like was I really mean and then I'm like are you crazy Colleen this comment is making you rewatch your story to make sure like that you're a decent human being like that is insane that those silly things make people question who they are as people. Amen. It's just nuts. So I don't know. The point is we're all human. We shouldn't set standards for anybody to live up to because there is no perfection. There is no perfect way of being because we are all different and we all have different experiences that lead us down a road. And none of our experiences, though they may be similar, are the same and how we interpret them aren't the same and how we grow from them aren't the same. So to (laughs) expect any two people in this whole wide world to feel and think and 
act the exact same way in life is an impossible feat that just won't happen. So there has to be this level of acceptance for people and who they are and how they got to where they are. Right. Hello, hello child falling on the floor above me. <clears throat> now my voice is hoarse. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Gosh. That's what I've got. That's what I've got. Uh, it's a real, it's a real shame. Um, and I'm going to be grateful for that DM. You know why? Because it inspired this conversation today. Yeah. So thank you, DM sender, for getting me all riled up. Well, I, I, I know we're probably wrapping up here, but if you are an Outer Banks fan, I'm not going to give any spoilers. But uh, my husband missed like one of the last scenes, and he's he didn't want to rewatch it. He's like, just tell me what happened. But long story short, there's one character who is kind of like the glass half full person and everybody right. else, well, John B in this, in this situation, oh, okay. everybody had something to complain about and he's sitting there and he's listening and he's like hearing it all and going, but actually, and I, it, it just made me think like, I just hope that there can be a John B in every group of people who who can find something, even if it's not flipping the whole situation on its head or, or bringing peace or, you know, there's always something. And there was this other guy, other video that I saw in my DIY scrolling on TikTok who put a video up thanking someone for reporting him for doing something that construction people sometimes, do. I don't know, it's called a P-tray in like a toilet. I, I don't even know what it is. Point is he got reported and he got reprimanded, but he was so thankful for it because the research that he did led him to some kind of sponsorship by some, one of the big name brand tool places who afforded him a YouTube studio, where then when you have a YouTube studio and you're approved by YouTube or something, you can't be reported because you're licensed. It like led him to being licensed to where those reports don't matter. And the adversity, he's like, basically my point is adversity in this way brought me to a whole new level. I didn't look at it at that time, but I was open to the possibility that something could come from it. <laughs> and like, that's so random. But I just, I just love I'm hearing stuff like that. Tray. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Are you I, talking about like urine pee? Yeah. He was building like a toilet in a basement. Oh, okay. I might've like liked it, which means I can go back and try and send it to you. And I might have said all that wrong, but the point is something really good, better than he ever hoped, dreamed, expected, came from like something that really, really upset him because he's out there putting himself out there, showing people all these amazing, like I did not know with, you know, oh my gosh, your dad would be so disappointed in me. The things that I have to use to pull the wood together. Oh, they like, they're... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With the clamps, you can take one of the ends off the clamp mm -hmm. and you can put it on the other end and it can pull things apart. Also, that's just one thing I've learned from this guy. I just really appreciate all the tips that he shares and he doesn't make money off those tips. Maybe now he does. Thank you to the people who reported him. But he's going to now be offering me so many, not that I'm going to go do that today, but it's just, I can refer back as I learn and grow in my new venture of woodworking. Point is, um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Take it all with a grain of salt. Not everyone is going to think and feel and act the way you do. But when you are so definitive and mean and like not even giving the benefit of the doubt, it's not okay. Yeah. It's so nice if if you can find balance in your life. We're, we're having the boys um, this week not sleep past 1130 because they start school next week and it's going to be a, a very rude awakening. And um, Connor wouldn't mind me sharing. I, I'm almost positive that he's just so combative about everything. And so he's like, that's so stupid. Like, doesn't make it da, 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 da. And then there's Danny and he's like, dude, they have their reasons. And it's like, not even a big deal. It's 1130. Like, right. it's not even. And it's just like little comments that are helpful and not hurtful to the other person, but like just little things like that. And, mm -hmm. and honestly, Connor really stepped up. Like, he didn't like what I said, but he liked how Danny bridged it. Let's yeah. all be bridgy. Yeah. Or more bridgier? Yeah. I don't this know. is morbid, but my dad was working on the house the other day, 
and this song came on and he's like, here's my funeral song. And I'm like, what the heck, dad? And he's like, this will be played at my funeral. I'm like, well, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Well, I don't want to know the song not. or maybe I do. Well, Bridge had the word in it. That's what made me think about oh, it. Well. But anyways. Colleen's um, dad is a magician. I mean, he can build houses and probably castles if someone wanted him to and he rebuilds cars and he's so talented. I think, I mean, I have him to thank, or I guess Doug has him to be mad at for projects. <laughs> yeah, my little projects. I made a little spice rack. Oh, uh, that's cute. Just have all this extra wood. So uh, anyway, um, okay, everybody, let's <sighs> be less jerky and mm-hmm. more open-minded, more considerate. Yeah. And turn like on- get to know people Yeah, before you- feel the need to comment about anything. Right. And if you're not willing to get to know them, then you you just don't then have you shouldn't be commenting on Yeah. Them. So, so in some cases, I'm I'm not ever going to meet Harry Styles. I guess in every case. I'm not going to in any case. But uh it doesn't sound like you're manifesting that to happen if you're gonna say it's never gonna happen. You're right. And anyway, what good would that do? Nothing. You know, I'm happily yeah. married and everything, but I'm going to move on. I'm going to move well, on. Well, he isn't older women, so. <laughs> that is, Olivia Wilde is literally my age. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. Neither here nor there. Uh, it's also a three-way tie for me on Outer Banks between John B. Pope and JJ, so I'm in a like, rut. I've seen a lot of um, comments back and forth on uh, John B. Like, about what? Like, people love him or they don't? Like, love him, hot wise or don't. And then I think to myself, like my opinion of this doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It doesn't. He actually, he gets a lot of um, hate because he has uh, his, one of his eyes is like smaller than the other eyes. And of course it's like, like the one thing I'm fixated here, show on. Show me your perfect eyes, people. Right. I'm Go like, show me your optometrist. I mean, that, someone that adorable, it can't be completely like, what's it called? Symmetrical. Symmetrical. They just can't. And it would be wrong. Um, and something else. face is. I know. I think he's adorable. And I think Pope is adorable. And I think JJ is adorable. And I would not mind to hang out with that whole cast, frankly. Wasn't it crazy? Even when you stop watching, like, in the beginning, like, we're talking about the show. And then, like, movies, it's our instant reaction is to give our opinions on whether we liked it or not. Right. Like, it's so ingrained in us to be like, oh, I like that. Oh, I don't like that actress. Oh, I like that scene. Like, I mean, I get it because people want to know recommendations and stuff, but then it's also like, it's just so deep within us to comment on everything. It's a good thing that I mainly like everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. In this case, but uh, I know yeah, someone I know who's constantly negative about celebrities, like, oh, I hate that person or whatever. And then I noticed one of their their children was like, oh, I don't like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you can see it instantly. The apple how, doesn't like, fall. Yeah. Well, I, I told you, I ha- I think I told you, I, I'm, I'm done talking about the hot tub because Maddie has kind of taken on this like higher than mighty stance with Doug. Like, well, if you're not going to buy us a hot tub, then you can just move out. And <laughs> Doug looks at me and I'm, and at first I'm like, what are you looking at me for? And he's like, the things that you say, which I'm totally kidding around, where it's like, hey, you need anything from the store? And I'm like, yeah, can you add hot tub to that grocery list? Just right. little stuff. But it's just like – but Maddie picks up on it and she thinks she can do the exact same thing. So yeah. I've completely put an end to it. And um, and he's right. I mean, they listen. Yeah. Whether, yeah. whether we want them to we. or not. Yeah. <laughs> when we want yeah. them to, they don't. But when when we think they're, that they aren't picking up on things, they they definitely are. So – yeah, anyway. it's like anything you want your kids to learn or do, you can't tell them. You just have to do yourself do and then they will do it. Yeah, just do right. it. Nike really was on to a lot more than they knew, I think. Right, or just <sighs> don't do it if you need to think things through. Or that, but, either um, way. Last thing, because I texted this to you. Um, okay. I just listened to a podcast with Abby Wambach yesterday, who is the soccer phenom. Anyways. She wrote a book called Wolfpack a few years back, and she's just like a powerhouse on caring. She's married to Glennon Doyle, who oh, yeah, yeah, is very yeah. much, you know, like 
Wasn't she like a surfboarder or something? No, soccer. Soccer. That's what I meant to say. She was like, she's the, she was the highest scoring female. She won gold once upon a time. I don't know. Anyways, Steph, Steph, who's been on our podcast would be like, Colleen, get your Abby Wambach facts right because I love her. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Steph. I love you. Anyways, she is a very big advocate and whatnot, but she said at the end of the podcast, you have the power to care and you also have the power to not care. And she was saying it in the context of like making a difference and making a change in the world. Like we all have the power to care and to try and to get over ourselves, but we equally have the power to make things more negative and worse in the world if we aren't thinking about it. And it's so true how quickly we can do that without even realizing it by like our negative comments or actions we take or whatnot. And so I think we just need to have an overall life awareness of what's going on because my yeah. chest hurts right now. I'm going to hope it's like anxiety, but I can't breathe. <laughs> Okay, everybody, on that note, let's just hope it's anxiety and move on with our days. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, You know, go give us a five-star review. That's something really kind and nice you can do for us today. We would very much appreciate it. And also, if there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, and make sure when you're giving comments to people that if it's not constructive criticism, when you know and love someone and can help them that you are not hurting them yeah backspace 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 and don't leave that comment just move right right along and you know everything will be so much better i promise totes sometimes it's what you don't do that makes you who you are i don't know if like dumbledore said that or if that was like a quote in my senior yearbook or something but i feel like that is really something we should all really hold on to Sometimes things come out of my mouth and I just am like, oh, I could have gotten my point across so much better if I would have said it this way. But in, it's all in hindsight and we can just learn from our mistakes. And so cheers to that. L'chaim. 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 <laughs> I'll get that. All right. Uh, okay, great. Well, we will talk to you soon. Make sure you screenshot and share and tell people to tune in if they want to hopefully be inspired in a good way and uh yeah check themselves before they wreck themselves amen sister (laughs) all right bye toodles